0: well, let's get straight to the crux of Consumer Talk. Wendy is with us in studio and we're starting off with a cell phone contract issue that has numerous cell C subscribers hot under the collar. We will take a brain for brain for of a break for the brain of Cape Talk at about a <laughs> past one and then we'll come back to Wendy. Uh, if time allows, we can take a look at the issue of grocery delivery drivers and their behaviour on the road. Some quite interesting input to share off the back of a listener query on that one. And as always, if you've got a, a fairly short and simple consumer query that you'd like an opinion on, you're also welcome to send those through uh, with a voice note or WhatsApp to 1567. Welcome, Wendy. Thanks, Papa. We've been hearing from quite a few unhappy Salsi customers mm-hmm. after a very unilateral tweak of their terms and conditions. What's going on?
1: Okay, so yes, yeah, so in the past week or two, I've received a sudden rash of complaints about Salsi contracts. People who were told that they could cancel their contracts at any time for no penalty, which is very appealing. Mm. Um, and then suddenly, when they try to do just that. They were told that, yes, they could cancel, of course, but they'd have to pay all the subscriptions for the rest of the contract term up front. In Linda Holding's case, that amounted to 3,000 rand as a cancellation penalty. Um, She wrote to us and said, surely it's not okay in terms of the Consumer Protection Act to change the terms of a contract unilaterally to the detriment of your clients. She asked, I'm told it affects multiple Celsius subscribers and I saw that email sent to her by um, somebody in the Waterfront um, branch branch of Celsius. when she queried it. So they
0: acknowledge they've had a lot of people complaining about it. Okay, as well as the ones who've been complaining directly to us. Now, Wendy, this is a fixed-term contract we're talking about, much like the gym contracts uh, that would fall into the same category. What does the Consumer Protection Act say about them? Okay,
1: so that's a good starting point. The Act says that even when you get to the end of your fixed term, um, let's call it two years in this case, your contract doesn't automatically expire or come to an end, not unless you proactively cancelled it in writing or over the phone, some recordable way, before the end date of the contract. So um,
0: so it's finished in clear if you gave that notice yes, in advance in a form. So lot of
1: people form. think my contract expires, that's it, and get caught. So um, and they end up paying a month or two or more. Um, before they realise. Yeah. So, for example, if your contract ended at the end of this month, February, you would have had to give your 30 days written notice by the end of January in order for it to actually end at the end of Feb. Yeah. Otherwise, if you gave it now, it would be effective from... To roll on. From um, March, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it rolls over automatically, as I say, to a month-to-month contract, and that was because the legislators felt that it could be unsafe. Um, so I think the industry convinced them of this. If, say, a cell phone contract, you didn't realise it was coming to an end, and it went woof on the day and, and you need to make no an emergency yep. call and you know, it's unsafe.
0: Okay. So so I, I, interestingly, I've actually just done this with my own most recent cell phone contract with oh, the yes. MCN. You remember all the drivers Gosh, was it two them? years ago already? Yeah, more than that. And yeah. I, I, I got to the end of the contract and thought well A, I don't feel like ever contracting with these people again and B, my phone is still perfectly fine. It yes, serves its purpose. That was Linda's it's situation. working. Yes. So I just allowed it to roll over month to month and I pay a very small fee for the airtime and data I use and it's working perfectly well for me. As you say, that is the situation Linda was in, but what has gone wrong in the Celsius? Okay,
1: so um, she went into the branch to say, uh, last June, I think it was, to say, my um, contract's expired and I don't know, explore options or whatever. She didn't want to get into a whole new lock in 24 month thing because her iPhone. Uh, it was, was fine. Was yep. Exactly. So she says, they then said, well, take the SIM only contract. And um, it's obviously at a very good rate. Because sometimes what these networks do is say, okay, it'll go down to month to month, but your 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 contractual uh, amount subscription was a discounted, heavily discounted. Now, if you want to go month to month, it's, you know, 50, 100 rand more. And then that's when people think, oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I should I'm- take out a new yes, contract. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So... So, Linda said she was signed this new contract, um, some only, and she was told, which was true at the time, last June, that um, should something happen to her phone or she just want a new phone, then she could cancel, um, with no penalty, and then get hooked up to another two-year contract with a handset. With a phone, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so she signed she a She didn't actually month. need a new contract, yeah. as I say, unless, unless the subscription was going to be much higher, which we didn't go into. Anyway, so what happened was that um, suddenly in um, in this month, uh, last week, in fact, I think it was, certainly this month, she found herself suddenly in need of a new phone. So she went to the waterfront store to sign a new contract with a handset, and that's when she was told, sorry, you can only do so after paying... A, in her case, it was uh, three thousand rand. In another yep. case, I took up it was eight thousand yep. rand. Um, the policy had changed just the previous week, which oh, is particularly crue- t- cruel timing for Linda.
0: Okay, so so she this is when she contacted us to say, "Hang on, you know this is not fair." It's it's it's. Totally against what was told to me when I was sold this, and this contract. And how can they unilaterally
1: change it? Yeah. yeah. So
0: you took it to, to CELSI. What did they say?
1: Okay, so the first response I got was from Simon Kize, who's the chief commercial officer at CELSI. And he said, um, first of all, that... Uh, The revision on the contracts on the T's and C's only applied to SIM-only contracts in line with the industry norm for postpaid products. Okay, so they were saying they didn't implement it before, but now they have to keep up with everybody else. And Acasa says it's all fine. With these offers, customers get the benefit of highly discounted rates for the duration of the contract, hence the penalty fee should they cancel earlier than contracted for. Well, if she'd just gone from month to month… I let it roll over. In other words, not got signed any new contract at all. Even if the fees were higher, the subscription fees were higher, she could have got out of there. It would Best have been it will, a cheaper option. A 3,000 yes. rand penalty. Anyway, now. so um, I pointed out that none of our complainants appear to have been aware of any notification being sent to them about this change effective from earlier this month. How and when was the notification sent? The answer I got was last October as the changes were to be effected from November the 1st. I have some... Uh, Correspondents would say they actually changed in February. So it's very confusing. But okay. essentially, they changed. Uh, and Linda, in the middle of contracts, Linda didn't get
0: any of those notifications. No. Okay.
1: Uh, so, um, but there was some recourse for Linda. I was told simply that her case had been resolved. So I went to Linda and she said selfie Sea called me on Thursday to say they would reverse my contract to pay it up. Um, I then called them on Friday to cancel my contract. I now need to wait another month in order to port my number, but I'm not prepared to support such dreadful modus operandi and poor customer service. Um, Salciz Simon Kiese said, the company is looking into escalated customer cases on the individual merit in the event that a query has been raised to either provide clarity on these changes or address any deviation from our process where this may have been the case. Celsius is working to resolving all issues raised by our customers as speedily as possible. Okay,
0: so Linda got her story sorted out and she won't have to pay that penalty. She's not the only complainant here, though, no, Wendy. You also heard from Susan Plumbridge and in her case it was an 8,000 rand cancellation Yes,
1: fee. so she decided to, sell, to cancel her Chelsea contract earlier this month because, without going into the details, she was horribly horribly missed around with regard to her debit order on more than one occasion. But she was told by her branch that the T's had changed. She would have to pay 8,000 rand, according oh. to the new teas where previously there would have been no cancellation penalty. On that, Solcey said that she'd signed a 24-month contract on a 10-gig package in July 2020. She then cancelled in August 21 to move to a 50 gig packages many of us are doing getting more and more um so she was not on a month-to-month contract at the time of cancelling the 10 gig contract in 2020 celci was not charging the cancellation fee but now in line with the industry norm we are so i went so i didn't do anything for her i went back to susan and she said she's now changed her mind about cancelling because exactly so her contract hour ends in august 2023, but she does she said, Thank you for contacting Celsi on my behalf. It was good to speak to the chief liaison officer and hear that Celsi is investigating why some customers were not informed of the updated T's and C's. So there's Hot, some um, question marks around notification.
0: Well, once again, Wendy, it comes down to the communication. I mean, you emphasize this over and over and over again how you communicate these things to your customers, especially
1: such a material yeah. change. Whew. Anyway, so okay. um, yeah, I asked. Uh, I, f- I had a feeling that, you know, P- Linda went in just to uh, get, find out what her options were. She would have been better off if she would sold nothing and the contract just automatically rolled over to month to month as we've said. And so I said, well, was she lured into signing the Simone contract? No, 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 said the, came the answer. Um, no customers are lured they can stay on month to month once their contract has lapsed there are, there are some deals some only deals available from time to time that would be different or possibly discounted to offer more value well it wasn't well it, wasn't in this it case worked in the out for Linda yeah. but only after c- coming to us
0: I mean, the bottom line here, Wendy, is I think what makes everybody so uncomfortable besides the financial penalties involved here is this this, this notion that you sign a contract the committing issue.
1: to mm. a set
0: of terms and conditions that you've agreed to. And
1: which we can't change as the customer. Which we're not. Yeah,
0: we, you make one mistake, you miss one debit uh-huh. order by one day or one cent and You're they're coming after you. Yes, But they are allowed to just change them willy nilly halfway y- through. Yes.
1: Yeah, so you might recall over the years um, every single one of the networks has done this from time oh. to time. Not often, I have to say, but they have... For contracts that are mid-term, they uh, just increase the tariffs. Yeah. Um, and it drives everybody completely crazy with their phone lines light up. But um, thanks to the clause and their t- terms and conditions, cell phone companies can and do from time to time um, increase tariffs or, in this case, Take away a benefit of no cancellation penalty on a contract, and then impose one which is, you know, very, very, very costly. Yeah, a change to the customer. So, as we said, as we, uh, while we consumers are bound by the terms of the contract we've signed, we don't get to say we're really feeling the pinch with COVID and electricity and everything else. We got, we've we decided unilaterally that instead of paying you 200 rand a month, we'll be paying you 180 rand. Mm. That doesn't fly, really. You get handed <laughs> over your credit, uh, if you do it, yeah. your credit record gets um, besmirched. Um, um, but, yeah, the companies can do that with impunity, um, and they have different wordings. Last I checked, Salsi's contract said that they have the option of changing any of the charges from time to time. Vodacom says the charges levied by Vodacom may vary from time to time, and MTN says MTN may change any charges. Aren't we lucky? So there you have it. <laughs> oh, and yes. really, it, it, it's, I, I, it's I, It is very so one Exactly. Oh. But okay. there's nothing anyone can do if there's a particularly bad case of this that a um, SLC um, subscriber who really needs to exit a contract um, that was penalty free when they signed up and now isn't and it's um, particularly expensive for them because maybe they signed up fairly recently just yep. before the changes, then do let me know and I'll do my best to see if we can't and get that um, re-looked at in some way.
0: Now, Wendy, there's somebody else uh, who is in the headlines today for having unilaterally changed clauses, and that's DSTV. After the break and after we've played our round of brain, I can see the first comment is already in on the voice note line. I'm sure there are others who are going to have questions for you around that. Kate Talk. Consumer Talk. WhatsApp on 072-567-1567. Uh, We're back with Wendy Nola. If you're just tuning in, just a reminder that things are a little bit upside down today because of the budget speech starting at 2 p.m. We will be taking it live on air from the moment the minister starts speaking. So we asked Wendy to pop in a little earlier today uh, to tackle Consumer Talk. Before the break and the Brain of Cape Talk, we were talking about Cell C having unilaterally made changes uh, to its uh, previously non-cancellation fee contracts that had many uh, consumers upset. And, Wendy, we were talking about how aggrieved we feel as consumers when um, the party we're doing business with has the right to unilaterally change a contract, but we don't. We have to abide by what we agreed to. And there's another very uh, common and uh, commonly argued against example floating around right now after DSTV announced a change in its terms and conditions for streaming that subscriptions are going to be limited to streaming on just one device at a time. We've already got a voice note in about that. Let's take a listen and and Wendy I'm just curious in connection with the DScV with this new subscription any one uh, thing allowed um, when I signed up that was one of the things why I chose it because I, had, I could have five or four um, multiple uh, connections at the same time surely are they allowed to do that in the you um, know in, in our Ts and C's or are they can just change their mind whenever they want to but I think it's very unfair that I signed up knowing that I could do that now all of a sudden they've changed their mind and only learned one at a time Thanks, Barris from Bloberg. Baris, thanks. And, uh, yeah, a very important, not only just that you knew that that was what was offered to you, but they actively marketed that as a selling feature when, the, when these contracts went up. Yeah, exactly.
1: And and I think in, it's a similar principle, identical principle, as with MSLC. Um, so yeah, take this and you get this fabulous subscription rate, right? um, and you can cancel any time um, for well, no penalty. The whole penalty. family can watch together. So this, yeah. you changed... Yeah, comes into effect on the 22nd of March. It's not in already. Um, good old My Broadband, they're always on top of these things. Yeah. So they published a piece uh, not long ago saying they got a response from South Multitoy South Africa CEO Nico Shiburi who said they understand some of the customers might not be happy with this change, yeah. you think. Our main aim of the changes to address password sharing fraud and piracy, which is a challenge faced by streaming providers around the world. This has had a devastating effect on the growth of the entertainment industry generally and the South African economy at large. Piracy also has an impact on the value of the service and the quality of the content we can offer our customers. We believe we are compelled to take steps to address these activities. I don't think that's going to be a a soothing balm for many of those affected. I know my... Uh, student daughter um, who doesn't stay with me is not going to be very impressed because oh, okay, yeah, she would be sharing yes. yours yeah.
0: Yes. well here's somebody else anonymous saying I don't share my DSTV outside of my house but I do have one decoder and two smart TVs which are used 90% of the time to stream DSTV because we watch different channels in different parts of the house. I feel like DSTV is screwing us over once again must I buy additional decoders now plus bear the cost of installation just so that we can watch in different rooms it's sickening they don't give a toss and this is what we get for a 1000 rand a month now Wendy, of course as you always say when we have complaints about dstv you have the choice not to opt to use the the, uh, the product you have the choice to cancel your subscription and say i will as no longer have be supporting have it, you just to stream um, or whatever but it's 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 it different this irk. time it does it yeah.
1: does irk. It's not a fixed term contract you know it's an ongoing thing you can cancel at any time without penalty but as our listeners said, you know, it was something um, the ability to have four different devices um, getting the content at the same time, different content, was a huge draw card to sign yeah. up. So. It'll be interesting. I mean, they've been obviously tracking this on, on Twitter in particular and so many people saying, well, that's it. This is the final straw. Yeah. I'm now going to cancel and consider the other options. Sport always remains the, that the problem. That is the hold on us. Yeah. It, it is. Um, we each have a thing. For me, it's tennis and I like being able to watch whatever tournament is on Grand Slam or not. when mm. I, mean, I feel like it. Um, so it's unfortunate. It, it, it's always, um, look, they're looking at the bottom line here, um, essentially, as companies do. But I think the the, the bad will.
0: <laughs> the, I, I really <laughs> yeah, think they've did. shot themselves in the foot on yeah, this one that because, seems to as be the you say, the bad will it's generating. And I think this will genuinely be the thing that pushes a lot of people over the edge to say it's just not worth it. I just want to mention I'm not going to be here on Friday, but Craig Falk, who does our TV segment, will be with the stand in presenter. And I've asked him to gather up a sort of an overview of what other sport is available on what other platforms on Friday as part of the entertainment segment so that if you are one of those going, this is the final straw, I'm hoping Craig will have the information for you on what your options are, if any, uh, that you could consider moving to. So that is uh, that'll be at about twenty to three on Friday afternoon, um, and uh, my producer, if he knows to to remind Craig to please collate that content for us uh, for Friday. So 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 make a date for listening then. And in the meantime, yeah, if you're affected, if you if if this is for you the last straw, and you've already handed in your cancellation notice this morning, pop us a quick voice note or WhatsApp to oh seven two five six seven one five or you're welcome to communicate by SMS to 31567. Now, Wendy, if we move away from uh, the fixed-term contract issue, um, I'm glad we've got time just to reflect quite an interesting feedback from from ShopRite Checkers Group on the issue of their their 6060 delivery drivers. And our listener, Jill, from Rosebank, contacted us a little while ago um, with some really good questions about this. So she'd had an encounter with, with one of the 6060 motorbike riders who had driven illegally on a pedestrian cycle path next to Lisbeck Parkway while she was there bless her Jill is one of those neighbors who gardens and weeds and looks pulls after the, rubbish the, out of the yeah, river yeah and looks after the communal areas uh, that nobody else does and she was at work in one of those gardens where she nearly got mowed down by this driver who was definitely driving illegally and um very reasonable in her questions she's not trying to get the individual fired or anything but she asked some good questions um Wendy, do you want to start there and maybe just share with us what 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 issues she yes, raised she, and then you can tell us what checker said she
1: understands We said i think if i could ask you you two to raise it for me you know it's my most efficient way of getting a (laughs) a response and we were happy to so i just i literally put a little forward on her email to the media team at at the Shoprite group and um i cut and pasted her questions exactly as she wrote them and they are do they provide they being the Shoprite group provide the bikes for the delivery guys who pays for maintenance do they check that they have valid licenses is there a number to report bad driving um, are the drivers employed or are they individuals contracted in on a commission basis? If so, maybe rushed driving is a la taxi. More trips equals greater mm. income. Are they insured by checkers or must they provide insurance themselves? And who pays for the repairs? Um, so I got a very speedy uh, huh. response from from uh, the ShopRite group. And it went like this. Checkers always aims to provide customers with the best possible service, and this includes the 6060 app, Uh, the 6060 delivery service, which has continued to expand exponentially due to ongoing consumer demand. They just are never on top of how much that is growing. I'm not surprised because they're still leaps and bounds ahead of the opposition.
0: So um, it's a highly sought-after and highly used app.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, of course, Jill did make the point that there are many pluses. They help... The service helps consumers measurably and mm. also it's created a lot of jobs that which we is need. Fantastic. yes yeah, yeah. Um, but the concerns around you know certain uh, elements are valid. so um, shopwright says um, the sixty sixty team will be reiterating the importance of driving disciplines with the various driving teams to improve such shortcomings. Drivers undergo a comprehensive practical driving skills assessment by a TETA, that's the Transport Education Training Authority, through an accredited driver assessor as part of their vetting process. All contracted drivers must have access to a third party and personal protection insurance and possess a valid driver's license. Get this, Pipper. Mm. At present, there are more than two thousand one hundred drivers contracted to fulfil checkers Sixty Sixty delivery requests across the country.
0: <laughs> Feels like at least five hundred on the motorbike. I'm were going to say great. all of them. <laughs> so two thousand one hundred Jobs created. That's fabulous.
1: Yes. Yeah. Drivers may use their own delivery motorbikes or they may enter into a lease agreement with a linked service contract, where owner-operated drivers are assisted through a third-party provider to set up their own. Macro enterprises. In the event of a breakdown or an accident, the operational controller on duty will provide guidance and assistance. Although insurance is included with all the lease agreements, insurance cannot be made compulsory outside of this agreement. So, it will so be if you're a- coming
0: with your own bike,
1: yeah. So I think they should be okay. encouraging the former situation for the benefit of everybody, really. Yeah. Um, in addition to standard onboarding training and aspects such as health, well-being, safety protocols, and accident procedures, drivers are also being trained in defensive driving techniques, advanced driving skills, and anti-hijacking driving techniques. I'm sure these poor guys must come in for a lot of... I hadn't experience. thought of that, Wendy,
0: but yeah, there you are. They're they, t-
1: they branded, they, you know... <coughs> there goes a bicycle that's a full of away. groceries, so yeah. why not stop and help yourself? Goodness. Yeah. Um, this additional training has commenced in metros across the country, including Cape Town, Joburg, and Durban, and continues to roll out in all other re- regions. Um, and here's an interesting one. If people have got, listeners have got um, pen and paper handy or sitting at a screen, members of the public who wish to compliment uh, good driving behavior or report bad behavior can do so via this number, 860 669 0860-669-999. Um, oh,
0: that's a better way of saying it. Okay. 860 nine triple nine. Yes. Okay. I like the encourage, compliment, good driving. I wonder if anybody ever does that. Um, I but think there's probably, would be not. probably not.
1: But it's, it's like nice we to say, please that. tell us about your good um, experiences in that hardly, uh, in consumer land and that hardly ever happens. So I went back to Jill with that and they were, fairly pleased with it mm-hmm. um, Jill's husband John who is a biker said it l- does look like Chickas is made and continues to make an effort to ensure legality and safety for their drivers well done I think all the riders should be using the lease agreement that way Chickas will have better control over the roadworthiness of f- of the fleet and it's hard to argue with that Yeah. Um, Jill says, I like the fact that the number is given for compliments or bad driver behaviour. She suggests continue with regular ongoing training and courses which can in any way expand this young person's skills. This is not going to be a forever job. I like the encouragement to set up own micro enterprises, um, regular reminding and retraining about the rules of the road, pedestrian safety, etc. Should they knock someone over Fair point. Or, yeah. or kill them while taking a shortcut in a subway, a footbridge cycle or pedestrian bridge so uh, yeah thank you Joel, for raising that I think we've all learned a bit we've got a number um, something positive we can do constructive we can do if you want to give any feedback good or bad and um, and yeah I think um, yeah that's some very really nice positive things coming out of it like you know this is uh, This experience, presumably they're not going to be 60-60 drivers forever, but through the experience, handled well with lots of training and feedback and give them the skills, something on the CV that they can go on and do something else.
0: Great. Jill, thanks. Great questions and important ones. Thank you for asking them, and I'm so glad that you uh, evaded the uh, the nearest accident in that case. (laughs) Alright, a couple of DSTV responses on the SMS line. Richard saying I cancelled my account at the end of January. Let's face it, South African television is rubbish, says Richard. Well, I will disagree with you on some counts there, Richard, not all. Uh, but he says I'm now on Netflix and a, d- a digital box from the UK. It costs me £100 British pounds per year. I get all sports, UK programmes, everything. Good luck, DSTV, is Richard's comment. Um, and then <laughs> a very prosaic comment on Twitter from Dusk Coaching Powerhouse simply saying, I'm so glad I ended this overpriced abusive relationship two years ago already. Uh, That is uh, a sentiment that's being shared by a lot of people that actually I left a while ago um, so this one isn't going to affect me. Obviously the most upset people though, Wendy, are those who signed up particularly so that they could use the multiple platform option and are now being told sorry for you. Um, Yeah, also a few people questioning the comment about uh, the decline of the industry. Their competitors are doing just fine thank you very much uh, the growth in the Netflixes, the Amazon Prime's yeah. etc I think would dispute uh, the so called decline in the industry so uh, question that one well point yeah. well made
1: yeah. so yeah I just think it, 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 yeah, it never leaves a, a good taste um, there's always going to be pushback but I presume they've done their forecasting and have decided it's better for their bottom line to bite the bullet on this one Mm. Um, um, cut people off. Um,
0: well, time will tell. It'll be very interesting to do a, re- a recce of uh, subscription number changes over the next three to six All months. Three, yeah. yeah. Okay, watch this space. Wendy, we have to wrap there to get ready for the budget speech. Uh, just in closing, won't you remind our listeners if they do want to raise an issue with you, what sort of the terms and conditions
1: <laughs> are? <laughs> <laughs> and these won't change. Um, <laughs> we promise. Okay, my, my email address is consumer at nola.co. Nola is spelt not like the mayonnaise, but as in K N O W L E R. Um, Please, uh, we've said this so often, I'm sorry to be a stuck record, but um, more than 70% of complaints. Uh, that I receive via email lack the important detail I need to just send it off immediately to my contacts and the various organisations without having to send a return email and possibly miss it when it lands. Mm. So for your sake and mine, please just read your email before you send it and ask yourself, if you were me, all the key details there. And I'm not talking anything complicated. I'm talking about contract numbers. I'm talking about phone numbers and dates, that kind of thing. If you have a slip then include that. If if it concerns a contract, um, send me the contract. Mm. Um, it just, I could be so much more effective if I didn't waste so much time going backwards and forwards. Chasing I do not have any admin help to do that for me, unfortunately. Okay.
0: Wendy, thank you, as always, for all that you managed to do despite that challenge. It is, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. And uh, we'll chat again <laughs> Thanks, next week, time. Wednesday.
1: Will do.